everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. So it's 2222 22, 22, 22, 22, 22, 22. <laughs> What, that 2222 22 military time? Uh, I, I can't do that. It's too many. <laughs> <laughs> this will never happen again till 3333. 33. 33. <laughs> 33. Because <laughs> sure. March has 33 days in it. <laughs> right. 0303? <laughs> 2033? Yeah. We already had an 030303. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. Didn't mean to... Th- <laughs> Drag down a rabbit hole. Uh, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. Oh, this is Ian. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to wake you up, Ian. Yeah, no, I, was t- I did. I was taking a little nap. I was I was working on things for a completely different podcast, and I no. forgot we had started this one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Um, if you can't do that, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet at Profane Arg. Uh, this week, I've got more international news than usual uh, and a story about manwitches. Hey, I love manwitches. Manwitches or manwitches? <laughs> I didn't want to clarify right up first. But oh, damn okay, it. fine. <laughs> Leave you hanging. The delicious sandwich or male magic users? I, yeah. Uh, but first, I figure we would start with Ukraine because everybody's yeah. talking about Ukraine. That's the that's the big news. Um, if if you're not up in the news, which I know some people who actually don't know what's going on in the Ukraine, so it's possible if you don't turn on news. Uh, basically. Russian President Putin has decided that he is going to invade Ukraine, and the way he's doing it is he's recognizing two sections of eastern Ukraine as independent nations. He has recognized them as sovereign nations and is sending in, quote-unquote, peacekeepers to uh, help them remain independent. That That's all just kind of a farce, as far as mm. what I understand. There were Russian insurrectionists in there, and he's now sending in troops to aid them and take over that portion of Ukraine, and probably won't stop there. No, I mean, what if what would you know Americans say if Canada took over Maine? We've decided Canada has decided that Maine is now part of um, Canada because the people that live in Maine would like to be Canadian, so they're ours now. That's basically what he's done. So it would be similar as if. The United States said a huge chunk of Mexico called Texas was just part of our country now and not theirs. Those were different times, Ian. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't count. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the guy took Crimea back. No one said anything or lifted a finger. So why stop? Right. Russia makes a ton of gas. We need it. Is there anything important there, though, that he would need or want? Or is he just... Regional dominance. All right. Not not resources. I really and think they, he, he he very much regrets the fact that the Soviet Union uh, fell apart, and he wants yeah. that part of it back. Right, I know that's like a big thing for him. Yeah, yeah. He now, was in the um, the security service um, back when that happened, and he was furious. He thought it was a horrible thing, so he went so, to the USSR back. 
I understand, like, you know, having him do this is, is not a great thing. Mm. What I can't figure out is, and is like, why is it, is it our problem? Because we're part of NATO. Okay, so there's not just us getting involved in this. Correct. Oh, this no. Oh, okay, because okay, that's all, that's, I, cause that's all I ever hear about is us. I don't hear about anything else. No, I'm just right. like, ugh. Well, that's because no. we live in America. Why would we acknowledge other countries' existences? Right. <laughs> so there's a, there's a big pipeline that was ju- just about to be turned on in between Russia and Germany. And Germany said, nope, not going to turn it on because that will give you money. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, but Putin must know, must have known that people would be doing all these sanctions and shit, right? Does he just not care? I don't think he cares. I mean, I think the, the sanctions are, are smart this time around because they're going after the oligarchs. And they actually have some sway over Putin, as opposed to um, his, like, he, they televised his meeting with his security council. Oh, that's worth a watch. My oh, goodness. I didn't see that. Why, why <laughs> were they ripping him a new asshole? Or? The one guy no. attempted to not follow the line, and Putin said, you want to say that again? Oh, shit. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was interesting. Perhaps I could invite you to, view, to the view out this window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I mean, a nice it, cup of tea. <laughs> exactly. And the guy stammered and backed up and then just, you know, played the party line. I'm like, oh, my goodness. It, it was something. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's really how how that works. Yeah. Just like that. Uh, these are not the people you said had sway over him, though. No. These are the people that oh. theoretically would have sway over him. They're a security council, but they're not. It's right. the they're, rich people. They're political. Okay, yeah. They would have political sway over him, but it's the oligarchs right. that actually can do anything. Right. And if we hit their pocketbooks which I think is what um, NATO is trying to do. Yeah, it might make a difference. Probably not. They don't give a shit. But Ian's right. I mean, that whole thing with Crimea, we were just like, oh, okay, whoa. Uh, I guess he's got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Seems <laughs> he bad. Called, he called dibs. <laughs> <laughs> but Trump was in charge then, so. One of the reasons I brought this up is because a couple, well, a couple articles I have here. Uh, one is in the Washington Post. Republicans really don't know what to do about this. Like, Everything that a Democrat does is supposed to be wrong, so mm. all they can really be sure of is that Biden isn't doing anything about it correctly. <laughs> Nobody has come up with a any specifics on that. They just know that Biden is handling it all wrong, with no ideas on what right would be, from what I can see. The right thing to do is what Trump did. Nothing. Well, they polled Republicans, and they asked, um, who was a stronger leader? A stronger leader was not defined. Putin or Biden? And 62% of Republicans said that Putin was a stronger leader than Biden was. Sure. That's a super true statement. Right. <laughs> well, it depends on what you mean by a strong leader. If if strong leader means you can rally your friends to, you know, um, to fight by your side, then Biden's a stronger leader. It depends on what you mean. It's, does it mean who is the most authoritarian? Yeah, sure. Putin. <laughs> But what are Republicans? It depends on how you define stronger, I guess. But I mean, if you were to go back, let's let's say who's a stronger leader, Reagan or Pol Pot? I would go with Pol Pot. (laughs) He got a lot of shit done. It was all evil. (laughs) But holy fuck! I mean, he got people under him and organized, and I mean, that's a strong leader. That's not necessarily a good thing. What do you think the answer would be, though? And I don't have the answer to this, though. If they'd ask who was a better, a stronger leader, Putin or uh, Trump? Trump. Yeah. And ah, what? With Putin's close second. <laughs> Which is in no way accurate. Right. No matter how you slice it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because that I, I think that's also the other issue that's going on here is that prior to this, they didn't seem to have an issue 
when Trump was in office with Putin because of Trump's weird thing with Putin. Mm. So now it's like, oh, do I back this guy or shit on Biden? You know, it's like a whole fucking thing. Right. Like right. I'm, I, I'm honestly surprised that Tucker Carlson has not come out and just said, why don't we just let Putin do whatever he wants? <laughs> He's not far from saying that currently. Yeah, oh, I don't really? think okay. that that's far. Because yeah. uh, the other news article I have from MS- N- or, sorry, NBC News is talking about how Trump is currently praising Putin, saying that he's a genius. He's It's a genius move to, to take over Ukraine. Like, he's, he's still towing the Russian line. So I don't think it's that far. I mean, especially for Tucker. Right. Thus proving the piss tape exists. Yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, money and debt. I mean, my question is, um, how far down this road will Republicans go? I mean, we, you know, um, will will actual people in Congress stand up and say, no, we are opposed to, you know, fighting against the takeover of a, of a sovereign nation? <laughs> yes. A hundred percent yes. <laughs> There's no bottom for the mm. Republican Party. No bottom. And no wow. shame. Uh, now, yeah. will there be some Republicans that pretend to be regret-filled, mm. throw out a Susan Collins or Lisa Murkowski line, oh, well, we're de Sure. But the GOP is over. The mm. GOP is, I mean, dead and buried as of G- February 2016. Yeah. Yeah, There's unfortunately, no back. they are now subject to the whims of idiots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. one giant idiot. One giant idiot and a bunch of millions of idiots who think he's intelligent. Right. That they the cannot big... do a, They cannot do what's right anymore. Right. And the giant idiot today said that he, uh, yeah, that Putin was a genius. So where is this going to end up? Oh, man. Okay. Well, Well, I think that's part of the reason Putin's making his move. He knows that the United States isn't what it used to be, that it's totally divided. And he, yeah, I mean, why not make his move now? Brand new leader in Germany who doesn't, you know, doesn't have the history that Merkel did. So sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like anybody right now can stop Biden from helping, you know. True. So I'm not sure why that, I mean, like you may say America's divided, but- you know, okay. Yeah, I hate to like, put it in oh, political oh, terms, but what happens in the midterms when they you know, fight against him? <laughs> oh, my God. So are we back on the undecided voter who swings back and forth between <laughs> yeah. insanity and fucking just regular old politics? <laughs> yeah. No, I think the fact that he's already said we're not sending troops there, it, that I don't think is is appropriate to do anyway. I would, I would tend to agree with that. To say that or just to send troops? To, to I, I don't think we should send troops, and I don't think he's – should say we, we're going to send troops. I, it, we just, just shouldn't. Oh, well, we're definitely not going to send troops, you know, unless some, like, top-tier atrocities, you know, get, get broadcast in this country. But yeah, Biden has already worked really hard to establish himself as getting us out of all the wars, President. Yeah. Like, that's part of his shtick. Bring all the troops home. Yep. I don't care how bad it makes me look, just bring them all home. So to think that he would then... Immediately send some out, especially yeah. for a country that offers us no natural resources that we desire. <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. We made an agreement, though, right? Well, to, then, help, uh, to, to help them. I mean, I don't know what the exact, 
details of it are, but... Well, right. Ukraine is, is Ukraine is not currently part of NATO. They have applied to oh, become okay. part of NATO, but there is some issue that they can't... There's something they can't provide in order to join. So they're an ally, and they're an ally of many of the nations in NATO, but they're not part of NATO. Okay, because I, I, I never... Not that I advocate for war, but I don't understand this. I, I'm the I'm the non-war president, so I'm not going to send troops. Well, what the fuck are troops for then, if not sending them places to fight wars? Well, I mean, you fight wars that are uh, more generally applicable to the security and safety of your nation, not the okay, not but, other nations. But clearly, the rest of the world does not want Putin to take over. Yes, here. One, because for whatever reason, for the people that are there and, you know, or just a precedent that it sets. So what is good? What if he starts going? What is going to stop him? What if all these sanctions? He's like, I'm still fucking going in. Like, don't you think eventually you would have to send in troops? Well, that's where the U.N. should come into play. Right. But I mean, at this point, I think he can he can claim he can always backtrack. He's just a politician. Hmm. Okay, (laughs) I just want to make sure that, you know, that like. He he didn't say under any circumstances. I you know I'd be like, no, I'm not sending him in right now. No, right. The hell, you know, okay, right. I mean, if 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 Russia gets to England, I'm hoping he would help, <laughs> and we would help. I hope he helped before he got before I got to that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, you know close to my heart, so. <laughs> so that that is a key point: is the Ukraine's not a part of NATO. If if Russia were to move troops next to a, a NATO ally then mm. that would be a totally different story. Also, if NATO comes to an agreement or there's a UN resolution against Russia, then I could see troops being deployed. And tr- by the way, it, just so we're clear, troops being deployed means people on the ground ready to go. There are military advisors. There are U.S. Oh, military yeah. advisors in Ukraine. The number of them have been up. There are troops, but they're not troops. They're specialists in the area. Advisors. Trainers and such. Yeah. Right. Well, but speaking of the UN, though, uh, the leadership of the UN Security Council um, rotates among the nations that are part of the, the council. Guess who is currently in charge? Who? Boutros Ghali? No, Russia. Russia is, oh. is in charge of the UN Security Council at the moment. And they have oh, okay. decided to, that they're going to, well, we're going to have closed meetings for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, there's been no UN resolution to stop Russia from doing this. Exactly. They get a veto in the UN, so it's difficult. All right. uh, Next thing that I – unless somebody had something else on Ukraine. Well, I I just had a question. What do you guys – any speculation on what's going to happen? He'll push as as hard as he can without um, getting to World War III, and then he'll stop. But you're going to lose half of Ukraine in the process. Really? Yeah. I would say it could go more than half. Hmm. I think, uh, I don't know. Personally, I see a conflict coming in the Ukraine, and I don't yeah. know where that would end. Russia's troops that it has amassed is, they're yeah. ready to just take over the whole country. So uh, to me, that looks like that's his end game. Is or maybe not end game, but that's his, that's his current goal is to just completely retake Ukraine. Yeah. If the pushback is too hard, he might modify that some but yeah that's the goal sure he'll do it in 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 phases right yeah like he'll do this two years the first first i mean we're already in step one but the end of this conflict will be uh the successful liberation Mm -hmm. of those two sovereign nations which they have currently occupied the installation of russia friendly governments and then uh you know a withdrawal of forces and then 
once the sanctions have been lifted and everybody is flush with cash again, hmm. then the other half of the Ukraine can be several independent nations that will, uh, you know, unless he's got to get the whole thing done before they get accepted to NATO, then then that's a then maybe. But I think that this escalation will end with two new countries, both with fake puppet governments that are Russia friendly. And uh, that's it. A lifting of sanctions. Yep, most likely. Interesting. There will be no airstrikes from us. There will be no, uh, you know, troops on the ground from us or the UN for that matter. So, and then that's the fuel that the Republicans are going to use against Biden is that he let Russia take over Ukraine. Also, R- Russia should be allowed to take over Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> right. At the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah. The other side of the mouth. Yeah. Along those lines. Yeah. Remember all those poor Afghans? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't talk about them much anymore. Already forgotten about. All right, so back at home, um, I wanted oh, right, to mention. But before you get before we're oh, back home, sorry, sure. I just wanted to finish that. The Republican line will be that Biden allowed Russia to uh, take over uh, the Ukraine because of all the evidence Zelensky has on Hunter. Oh, oh God, <laughs> forgot about that angle. Oh my God, it's the Ukraine will be woo right back up. Oh yeah. But yeah, this will be Hunter Biden and uh, that gas company he worked for all over again. Mm-hmm. I have been seeing more pictures of Hunter Biden on Facebook lately for some reason. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure why. <laughs> all right, Ray. Sorry about that. Got to keep it relevant <laughs> for uh, for the next presidential election. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So in a much, you know, smaller news, but uh, still affecting affecting the U.S. more. One of the, we talked before last week, I think, about all of the different QAnon crazies uh, running for office, for Congress, etc. So this one in Arizona, uh, running for Secretary of State, Trump has specifically endorsed uh, Mark Fincham in Arizona. This guy is amazing. Um, (laughs) I mean, really, is he more than Marjorie Taylor Greene? Probably not, but he has called the vaccine a crime against humanity. Um, he is a, well, at least he had been a COVID denier. Uh, COVID-19 just didn't exist. So the vaccine is nothing but a bioweapon against the American people. Wait, it's they a slow- bioweapon that doesn't exist? No, the vaccine's a bioweapon. <laughs> oh, the vaccine's a bioweapon. A slow, slow moving <laughs> bioweapon. Yes. That currently is saving lives, but okay. It requires two shots plus 15 boosters to activate. <laughs> so get, I'm good for 14 more years. Yeah, get 14 <laughs> and you're fine. Get that 15th, you're done. According, according to this guy, um, the scientists can't produce an isolated example of SARS-CoV-2 to mm-hmm. prove that it exists to back their mandates. They, they can't the, provide an example. Does he want to see Wait. it by eye? Is that uh, the problem? Apparently, I guess. I, I don't know um, what that means. Somebody with a hakalugi on him. <laughs> you can see some virus. <laughs> so, yeah, this this is the guy that uh, that Trump is backing in Arizona. Mm. And not just Arizona, but that was oh, this right. week. All example. over the country. Yeah. He is backing that very same guy in Ohio. Mm. There is. So right now, once you decide what variety, you know, if you're, uh, you know, Liz Cheney, Mitch McConnell, you know, uh, rewind the GOP kind of candidate, mm. or if you want to be a, a QAnon crazy, you have to come full crazy 
to make sure no one can swing wide and hit you from an even further right angle. Mm. Like you've got, you, it's just this guy, the same guy in Ohio who Trump is backing and who is a very strong candidate uh, to win there is completely stop the steal. 100% virus is a hoax. Mass mandates are torture. <laughs> Every extreme talking point, they're on it. No Holocaust talk? Come on. Uh, you pepper that in later. All right. <laughs> Uh, but I'm sure he's super nervous about critical race theory. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. I think we've covered critical race theory enough. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what episode oh, it's, it is. It's that a hoax, but it's it's but it's dying out too. I mean, occasionally we'll hear a story about some idiot who's like, "I want a law put in place that we won't teach it," and they're like, "We don't teach it anyway." But you know, other than that, they just can't stay focused. But they have no lack of material. I'll give them that. I don't know. I think Fox News is still completely focused on critical race theory. I'd really? Are yeah, they still I, talking about it? Probably. Well, because in their not in their inability or unwillingness to understand what it really is, it can be their shield to say we want to legislate against black people, but we don't want to appear racist, so we'll just call it critical race theory. Like not lynching the blacks Ooh. is teaching critical race theory. Mm. Not segregating your schools is teaching critical race theory. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, 100%. As long as you're vague about what it is and your base doesn't understand what it is, but they know there's something bad about it, you can call it whatever you want. It's your it's your get-out-of-jail-free card for racism. Right. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is say, well, I'm just fighting CRT. And right. If See, if those guys had known, that's why they hunted down Ahmed Aubrey. He would, they saw him in a... In a, in a job site teaching critical race theory. Oh, there you go. Hmm. Yeah, Hesrin Gixon makes a good point. Uh, if you watch this last week, uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, he has a bit on with Tucker Carlson in one sentence says that, look, I really don't even know what crit critical race theory is, and then goes <laughs> on to explain what it is in the most crazy, fanciful way imaginable. Mm. <laughs> Basically saying that they're teaching our kids that being white makes you evil, and that has nothing to do with it, and you just said you didn't know what it was, but okay, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Right. But bringing it back to the um, the the people that are, you know, running, following the, the Trump playbook, yeah. so somebody, there was an article out recently, I can't find it right now, so if I can find it later, about um, one of his PACs, supposedly the PAC is for, you know, make money for GOP candidates. He has put more of that money shock into his own pocket that he has to support other candidates. He's, um, you know, the, the pack is renting space in Trump Tower, even though the, the, the suite is empty. There's nobody in there. So they're renting space and just putting money in his pocket. They rent space all over all the different um, Trump places. None of this is surprising at all. What I find surprising is that all of these candidates out there following the Trump playbook aren't going to get money from him. No, they aren't going to get money from him. They're doing it anyway. Well, they don't really need money from him. His endorsement alone is enough. Mm. It's like the Trump name on anything else. If he puts the Trump name on it, it's worth more. Therefore, give me money. And that's all I'm going to do is put my name on it. That's exactly what he's doing for the candidates. And they're huh. buying it up like the idiots who would buy the, the real estate and buy his name. And the and idiots who vote for him because of it. Yeah. 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 And we've learned that the idiots who vote for him don't care when they get suckered. Mm, Even true. when they know about. Remember when uh, what's his name uh, was getting money for the wall? Oh yeah, Steve Bannon, and then it turned out it was a scam. Yeah, 
they don't talk about that quite a, a, at all. Right And now. they're just like, whatever. It was for a good cause. Hmm. Was it? <laughs> Steve got a new boat. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely crazy. All right, I'm moving on to some religious nonsense, uh, starting back international news. Uh, Egypt has a, well, they're moving in their legislation to ban journalists from discussing religion. Apparently, there was a talk show host who questioned one of the stories of the Quran, uh, asking if people really thought it was real. I don't know which story it was. There are several stories in the Quran that make no fucking sense, just like there are in the Bible. Mm. But yeah, one of one of the uh, talk show hosts had questioned the Quran, and uh, apparently is in hot water for it. And so now the legislative body is saying that journalists who are not experts in religion cannot speak about religion. That's what this bill will do. Well, that should pass without any comment. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. I did find it amusing, though, that uh, on the Center for Inquiry, where I got that story, there was a follow-up story or an attached, an adjacent story about, well, you know, at least this could never happen in the United States, uh, <laughs> referencing the Oklahoma Religious Belief Protection Act that is uh, <laughs> being pushed in Oklahoma to stop teachers from uh, saying anything that students or their parents would find to be sacrilege or against their religious beliefs. So we've got the same thing going on in Oklahoma, almost. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, while we're talking about blasphemy, uh, another oh. one from Pakistan. This guy is actually still alive. Uh, supposedly somebody saw him burning uh, Quran. There's no, like, the, the, there wasn't any evidence or anything, but somebody grabbed him, took him off the streets, locked the door. The police showed up just before he was lynched. They grabbed the guy, took him out. They took him to the uh, the uh, I don't know, local jail police station, and then one of the people there in charge said, no, you can't do that. They cleared the police station uh, because <laughs> they knew the mob would be coming there, uh, and they, so they took this guy to a secret location um, and then supposedly released a, a public statement saying that he was appeared to be mentally deranged. So that <laughs> was to defuse the, the mob from, you know, burning down the police station and continuing to take justice in their own hands it's a religion of peace ray pakistan's just made made my news like every, <laughs> several times in the last few weeks and i just had to keep including it yep. jeez the fucking crazy <laughs> one it, it did however i thought it was interesting to link it uh with this guy uh greg Locke, who we have mentioned before he is a preacher in tennessee he is right there with the uh, the Pakistan crazies, as far as I'm concerned. This guy has a video. He was talking, I think this was on Sunday morning. He was giving his sermon, in any case, he was giving a sermon to the congregation, and he told them a story about how he had discovered witches within the congregation. He said that there were six witches within the church's congregation, and at least three of them were there that day. And oh, I saw this video. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. In the church? Yeah. Yeah. And he does a, like a little dance and he says, I got your name. I got your, like, he brags about how he has their names. Uh, he has an address for one of them. He, he And he literally does a little dance and it's really crazy looking. Mm. So he says that we, we cast you out, you stinking witch, you devil worshiping Satanist witch. 
This is during a Sunday service. I can't even imagine. Like, I've been to a lot of church services. <laughs> I can't even imagine this happening. But apparently he gives them a choice to leave and take their spells with them. Or the next time they show up, he would out them. And he would, I don't know, it, something about having brooms standing by to uh, yep. attack them with and sweep them out of the place. And I have the quote. You okay. can leave with your spells all by yourself or I'll show up next Sunday with a stage full of brooms and I'll give you one and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus. We aren't playing your spell casting, witchcrafting, sage burning games. So these are some Harry Potter witches, not like... Uh... <laughs> It's funny that you mentioned that because just previously, like the last week uh, before he did this, he had a book burning mm. where he urged people to bring their copies of Twilight and Harry Potter to set them on fire. <laughs> Twilight I'm okay with, but... <laughs> bring your copy that you bought? Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, Go buy one and then bring it. Yeah. <laughs> I, apparently, if you don't, he's going to call you a witch and cast you out of the service, so... I can only imagine Stephanie Myers and fucking uh, J.K. Rowling gonna be like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Just don't steal them, buy them." <laughs> Is he really gonna tear down the Harry Potter empire now? <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> the the best part of this whole thing is going back and looking at this there was a link back to the uh, book burning that he did and two of the people who showed up uh with a gay couple and they brought a copy of the bible so while the book oh. burning was going on they cast the bible into the fire yelled out i just burned a bible and people <laughs> people were cheering as people were throwing books in so when they said I just burned a Bible. Everybody like cheered. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then they then they said, "Hail Satan!" And then everybody went, "Oh, what? Wait, what?" <laughs> and they all kind of booed. And then they started kissing, and they freaked out. <laughs> oh man, is there a video of that? I didn't see a video of that. Yeah. But there is a uh, there. The story was told by uh, by the one one of the two guys that was there with the couple. And uh, yeah, I just, that was great. So the book burning didn't exactly go as planned. <laughs> Did they also bring their Motley crew records and <laughs> Judas Priest albums to play backwards? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, back to the other thing about the witches. Sure. Why are these witches going to church? That's a good question. And just sitting there quietly doing nothing? <laughs> What's the... Pretending to be church going folk. Yeah. Yeah, recon. Mm. Oh, okay. That, and apparently they're looking for good deals on sage. Yeah. Because that's a line that this guy will not cross. <laughs> Dirty sage burning witches. <laughs> I mean, I don't love that smell, but it doesn't tame. frighten me. <laughs> so this part was also uh, brought up by Heaven Meta on uh, the Friendly Atheist on Twitter. Uh, apparently, at least, what was it, at least two of them, the witches in question, were men. Here's your mad witches. Ooh. Sandwiches um, and apparently scandalous. This, this was a this was a huge deal. The fact that there were male witches, I don't know why that's a huge deal. Like women being witches is a more acceptable thing, and I I don't think so. But yeah, somehow Sabrina the uh, the witch made that okay ish. <laughs> I thought a male witch was a warlock or a wizard in Harry Potter's universe. <laughs> I thought that as well. I don't know. Mm. I don't want to split hairs. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's the source of your magic. Maybe witches draw their magic from nature, whether they're men or women. I feel like warlocks learn their magic 
No, warlocks have it inherently, and mages learn their magic through ancient rituals. I mean, if you go by D&D, warlocks, no, that would be, I don't know. I, I've lost track. <laughs> well, in, in the actual Wiccan religion, <laughs> they're all witches, right? Yes. There's no special thing for the males. They're, the ma- right. they're a male witch. Correct. I, I right. believe that is correct. A man witch, yeah. Not that I'm overly familiar with Wiccan beliefs, but yeah, my my whole point was this guy's crazy and is in mm-hmm. charge of the church, and it's a, it's not a small church, it's not a huge church, but it's it's definitely a fringe. Um, I gotta think we've talked about Pastor Greg Locke before. The name sounds familiar. I believe so. I just don't know which story it was. I mean, I'm one of the crazy ones, but <laughs> he wasn't the one to put his hands in dog shit, was he? <laughs> I hope so, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next thing, uh, Karen, you putting th- this in, and I, somehow I'm getting like I'm getting. Uh, they're complaining about my ad blocker. <laughs> What's the Michigan story? Oh, okay. So we were talking before about crazy religious indoctrination of the Republican Party. Well, the GOP in Michigan has uh, taken the step that we talked about previously, which was they are okay in turning back a law for, that was overturned in 1965 that um, said that states could not restrict um, contraception. So evidently in Connecticut up until 1965, you could not buy any type of contraception. And some hippies got together and said, that's not cool. We need to change that. And the Supreme Court agreed with them. And actually that law, uh, that case is the basis for a whole bunch of other cases. Like the the case of uh, Roe v. Wade is Use that case, use this contraception case as its basis, and um, the federal prohibition against sodomy also followed that same um, law. So if these these three GOP people in in Connecticut are trying to say, no, it's a state's right to do what they want. Now, we wouldn't necessarily ban contraception, of course, but it's a state's right to do so. It's not a a national. Are we in in Connecticut? Currently, we're in Michigan. Yeah, those three are in Michigan. Right. These three GOP... Where Connecticut come from? Connecticut is the original case. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm back. Okay. Griswold versus Connecticut was the original case in 1965. Clark W.? <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> Griswold... I don't know which who Griswold. No. Griswold be Connecticut. It was not Clark. Right. Okay. So, I mean... It, it, it was you know, rusty! <laughs> <laughs> this would, you know, enable... If they turn this back which these three want to, and others will pick up on it because it's, you know, it's newsworthy. Um, it would make it so that, you know, Mississippi, I'm pretty sure Connecticut wouldn't. <laughs> they wouldn't go back. But um, states could outlaw contraception, not just abortion. Okay. Let them do it. Let them oh, get overrun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> We're already carrying those states. Our tax money goes to red states already. I don't know where Pennsylvania stands. We're kind of purple. I think we're kind of break even. <laughs> well, maybe they'll just get so bad we can abs- we can absorb them into other states. You know, like they're just not sustainable anymore and be like, you know what? They're already not sustainable. Kentucky is a drain on the nation. Oof. Sorry, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really wasn't a burn on them. It's, it's just math. Yeah. yeah. True. How's that dildo scam going for them? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of the thing. I mean, if we if we they get away with Ro- get away with you know overturning Roe v. Wade, all this stuff is in play. Yeah, very true. For sure. I mean, it's all in play now. That's that seems to be an ongoing mm. move. Like, if there is something that is occurring at a federal level that you don't like, 
then you, you, you pick up the megaphone and shout states' rights. Right. Unless the state is trying to do something you don't like, then you tell them to ban it at a federal level. Right. Yeah, if they start fucking around with marijuana. Whoa! Ooh, those <laughs> monsters. <laughs> those sage-burning witches. <laughs> That's the line you don't cross. Right. Can't have fun. <laughs> what is the Supreme Court waiting on with this Roe v. Wade thing? <laughs> I, I think they're writing arguments. They're, they're writing and discussing at this point. They're going to see whether or not Trump goes to jail, mm. and Ooh. if they have to uphold their end of the bargain. <laughs> All right. Do we lose Ray? There he is. No, I'm here. <laughs> I was just, uh, I, I didn't want to interrupt. Like, the next thing I have mm. is a total shifting of gears, so. Okay. Do it, Doug. Uh, <laughs> so the next things that I have fall under conspiracies, and I figured why not start with this one, because it will lead to our own conspiracies, I'm quite sure. Oh, this one's a fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I have a quick story about conspiracies, too, when you get a chance. Okay. Okay. So this one, let's just start with this one. Jean-Luc Brunel, associate of Jeffrey Epstein, has been found dead in a French prison. So He suicided, yeah. Yeah, he committed suicide <laughs> in a French prison before he was able to testify about his knowledge of Jeffrey Epstein and, and what went on. So who got him, the Trumps or the Clintons? <laughs> exactly. I saw a clip about the, the cameras were turned off, but I didn't. I couldn't figure out if that was just, you know... A quip, or if it was true. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't find anything that verified that that was the case. But supposedly, I mean, that's what people were saying: is yeah. that he was he committed suicide in prison. We don't happen to have any camera footage of his cell at the time. Like it's the exact same story. Right. The guards were sleeping. They were on break. What, what is it this time? Unknown. It's all in French. Yeah, so both, it's hard to we'll tell. Say both those things. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, they're like, are you going to really make this just make an excuse up or just accept that somebody killed them? And <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, surprised that Jelaine Maxwell is still alive, honestly. I don't really have anything more to that. I just uh, found yeah. it amusing that once again, somebody who was close to Jeffrey Epstein died in the exact same way that, that <laughs> Epstein did again. I, mean, well, they, I was going to say, they don't, they don't want the, you know, pedophile gravy train to get shut off entirely they just got to lay low for a couple years until they find a new jeffrey epstein mm. but can make a good point why is galane maxwell still alive like i mean if anybody knows all the fucking secrets it had to been her yeah right so maybe she's not go they have her she's not going anywhere they just need to wait again until there's a new distraction uh and then she can die in prison mm. well i mean is she gonna keep her mouth shut maybe she has a kill switch Set up. <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying, like, is it possible this guy knows that she's in jail and was like, I'm going down and actually killed himself? <laughs> and it sure. just happened? To, I mean... It's possible, yeah. I'm just saying, like, who's this guy? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go for anybody, go for the big one. True. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I feel like she's she has less to say because anything she says implicates her as well. Mm. Right. This, but they, but this they guy were, might have not been as red-handed as she was. But had similar, you know, lesser but similar access. But what I'm saying, though, is, is that, I mean, they're probably trying to get her to say other names. And I'm sure and I'm sure if she's got a lawyer who's like, well, you know, you cut the us time. Deal, we'll, yeah. we'll give you all the names. Yeah. How much was she sentenced to or has she not been sentenced? I don't think she's been sentenced, has she? She was convicted. But yeah, I'm not sure right, that she I was. She's not been sentenced. OK. So if she's in cooperative mode now to get her sentence shortened. Maybe that's why he killed himself. That's possible. Uh, or it's all just a smoke show. Very possible. We may never know. I just find it amusing that both people on the left and on the right 
will uh, agree with the whole <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. They just think True. different people had him suicided. Um, another conspiracy theory that, well, at the end of this, I, I found out it was conspiracy theory. At first, at first, I thought this was entirely correct, but then they had they have an edit at the end of the article. So this is on TheIntercept.com. They had put out an article about the propaganda group America's Frontline Doctors, which if you listen to this mm -hmm. podcast, you should know who they are. They have partnered with Project Veritas, the right-wing group that is known for uh, deceptive edits of videos. Um, they do. You mean hard-hitting exposés? Yeah, <laughs> they were responsible for the Planned Parenthood thing, where they exposed that the leader of Planned Parenthood knew that they were dealing in what was it? Uh, stem cells. Yeah, stem cells. Fetuses. Right from yeah, yeah, directly from aborted fetuses, and and it was right. all poorly. It, Okay, it wasn't poorly edited, but it was edited. People knew it was edited. It it Didn't was completely false. It was proven to be false. So in in any case, the, it's this, the article stated the Project Veritas was helping America frontline doctors to create a video series called Doc Tracy, <laughs> where they go around and harass uh, doctors and other people spreading pandemic disinformation which is you know the actual information information um mm. in order to discredit them now i just want to be clear at the end of the article they do state that one project veritas is, says rather firmly that's not we, we're not involved in this in any way uh the person mm. who is involved in that is no longer with us so they had a well, the producer of this doc tracy was a member of project veritas apparently is no longer associated with them according to project veritas so they're saying no we're not doing this but at the same time one of their main producers is definitely working with them to make the video <laughs> um so whether or not he works for them i guess that's you know that's up in the air i don't know they, they they've been i if you just told me that they said he does not work for us correct i, I feel like that's pretty definitive yeah probably this seeing as it's just a statement it's not like now, if this were a, a video released by Project Veritas, claiming the guy no longer was in their employ, I'd be like, ah, I'm a little skeptical. <laughs> but yeah, America's Frontline Doctors, they can always use a new gimmick. Well, oh, yeah. One of their gimmicks, uh, one of their uh, promotional posters is uh, with Simone Gold, who is... Uh, Cosby actually, Kid? What's that? Was she on the Cosby Show? <laughs> Simone? No. No. Oh, Simone. That was different Simone. Sorry. Sim Dr. Simone Gold was, uh, she was part, she's been part of the whole pandemic misinformation. Uh, she was one of the, the top people putting out misinformation. She was also involved in the January 6th attack. She reached a plea agreement. Mm. And so it's her with Matt Gates and then another, uh, another guy from Project Veritas. So Matt Gates is somehow involved in this whole thing. He's, <laughs> he's pushing wow. that that agenda as well say, he's, he's he's got a hopefully a long court battle ahead of him so yeah. he needs as many resources as he can to defend himself <laughs> got to get those income streams up and running so they can protect us against the non-stop incursion of demon sperm <laughs> <laughs> my point is that uh, whether or not project veritas is technically involved one of their lead producers is involved in making this and whether or not he works for them he knows their tactics their strategies for getting the the video and then editing it so uh is it a conspiracy theory that they're working together uh, maybe but maybe 
does that really matter when, you know, they're using the exact same tactics? I mean, I guess we don't want to give Project Veritas a bad name. <laughs> too late? Yeah. Uh, not that it's too depends late. Depends who you're talking to. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, if someone is actively disavowing association with someone, and that's, you know, public knowledge that... Yes, the guy who was ever working with the American frontline doctors who used to be in the employee of Project Veritas is, you know, probably, you know, help them create, craft their moves, knows all their moves, and will apply similar tactics, you know, when he goes, you know, doing this new project that he does. But I don't think it's fair to Project Veritas to suggest that it's them. They have openly denied it. Does the guy who works for America's frontline doctors, is he claiming to be a member of Project Veritas? No. Or is that just something on his resume? Uh, he didn't respond to any questions. Okay. Oh, I would I would need to hear that more. Sure. I think it is decidedly inappropriate and unfair to suggest that it's Project Veritas. Is Project Veritas a garbage organization that does shady shit 100% of the time? Sure. Mm. But they're not doing this. They have come out and said, this is not us. We are not doing this. This former employee of ours is doing this. He is not associated with Project Veritas anymore. Sure. I mean, that doesn't make what they're doing for it any better. It's still <laughs> no, no. I I fully agree. Two bad things. I mean, not necessarily connected. Yeah, right. Yes, that would be in my mind. That would be like saying that because former uh, on the field uh, NBC NFL reporter Michelle Tafoya quit her job at NBC and at the NFL to move over to Fox and spout crazy bullshit. Mm-hmm. That somehow the NFL was responsible for the crazy bullshit she's saying. Mm. She doesn't work for them anymore. She used to up until about a month ago, maybe weeks. It could be even more, you know, more recent. But, you know, and that's definitely a big part of her resume. But I'm not going to, you know, say one is the other. Sure. Mm. I, I think it's a little bit different because you're talking about a guy that produced these these videos for Project Veritas. So, I mean, he would be using the, the same underhanded he used tactics the kit. sure and I, yeah. does it associate directly to them no and and it's good that the the intercept put out a uh an edit saying that's not there right but. definitely using the playbook though that's for sure yeah oh for sure uh there's there's constant scumbaggery mm-hmm. afoot i just <laughs> whenever it happens uh in the other direction oh so very recently on i believe fox news one of their people said uh the ottawa police are trampling people to death on horses at this <laughs> trucker rally. And all she had to do was say, sorry, Wasn't that true. was completely false. Yeah. And then it's just, that's it. That was the end of consequences. I do find it abusing, though, that the, the truckers are, um, again, uh, you know, perplexed by In the jail? fact that the police <laughs> are going after them. But, yeah. <laughs> we're, but we're white. Why are you going after us? <laughs> we're just protesting in an entirely Ill- illegal way. You were told. You were given flyers Cause you, cause for you're three weeks. Because you're walking the road and stuff's not getting delivered. Yeah. Right. If you think- you're fucking with the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you think we're going to wait four days for our Amazon packages, <laughs> you're out of your fucking minds. You're going to jail. <laughs> they did wait three weeks to clear them out of there. If they were people of color, they would not have lasted two days. Yeah. That's true. So- You were given- pla- yeah. and, and for three days, the police came to you and gave you pieces of paper that said- on day X, we're coming to take you away. <laughs> right. I, I, but again, <laughs> even three weeks is a surprisingly short amount of time. How yeah. long did the Bundys oh. squat on that federal <laughs> building? Not too long. It was all winter, yeah. Yeah. 
You know what would have gotten them out of really quick is if Jeff Bezos needed to go under that bridge with a boat. <laughs> they would have moved their asses right quick. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing eggs at him. <laughs> get out of here. A rich man needs to get his boat under this bridge. We're taking the bridge away. <laughs> All right. While we're on misinformation, um, I found this article interesting on The Guardian. Wait, wait, wait. Are we done oh. with conspiracy? Because I want to tell my nope. story real quick. Oh, yeah. Why don't we? Still in the middle. We're not quite, yeah. but yeah, it's. More of a conspiracy thing. Why don't you? Th- yeah, go ahead. It's a, it's a quick story. So once again, in a in a situation where the profane argument gives and the world takes, <laughs> remember birds aren't real. Oh, when yeah. We talked about that, yeah. right? And um, you know, it was during the little uh, for a little recap. Who doesn't remember? We I ran a little quiz for Ray and Karen with uh, three real. Conspiracies and one made up one, and you had to pick the you had to pick the made up one. Right, I think it was. And one of the as I was searching for this, one of the real conspiracies I found was something called birds aren't real, which is fantastic. And, uh, which I'm like, this is so stupid about something about in the 70s, the government killed all the birds and replaced them with mechanical drones to watch people. Right, mm-hmm. never heard it before. As a matter of fact, I think one of you picked it as the fake one, and I was like, no, that's real. Then. I started seeing birds aren't real shit Everywhere. all over Facebook, right? Right. Yep. So I'm uh, scrolling through the news and I see uh, Howard Stern interviews the creator of Birds Aren't Real. <laughs> it was a dude who made it up as a joke. Right. Yep. Oh, you guys knew this already? Yeah, yeah. I looked into it afterwards. Yeah, he's yeah. been interviewed on, I think, multiple platforms now. He said he just wanted to let the world know how easy it is to dupe people into Believing even the most ridiculous conspiracies. Yep. Oh, I didn't know you guys. I was. I did not know that part of the story. Uh-huh. I thought it was just picking up steam. Nope. I think it's. I think it's. It's winding down. He is. He has enjoyed his fifteen minutes of fame. <laughs> uh, he was on another interview where he forced himself to like vomit while they were trying to interview yes! him. And- yeah, like that. He was on there. Like <laughs> that. He was so nervous that he threw up. That he, you know he yeah. ate. He drank like four things of clam juice. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Um, but apparently he's been making good money because anytime they print a shirt which says birds aren't real, which he got copyright, he makes money. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. I, I was I, shocked. I think that the, the, it's still out there in the world. I think there are still people that believe it. But yeah, I think the fact that he's now on multiple news outlets saying, no, 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 no. I think it's starting to wane a little bit. Yeah. He was like, I was just trying to make a point and, and some money. Success. <laughs> but But I have to ask, though, the people who have invested so much – of their lives, because we know these people are mm. uh, dedicated and driven and waking up every day to let the people know that birds aren't real and thinking about it. Like, how do they accept that news? Like, I mean, what if one day, uh, what's his name? The guy who owns fucking uh, A-Chan. I forget his name. Oh, oh, Watson? Uh, the, the Arizona guy. Yeah. Watkins, yeah. Came out and was like, I absolutely fucking made up Q. Mm. Right? Would people, these people are too invested. No. Yeah. I mean, do you turn around or do you just go... And then when you then when you bring it up, you go, oh yeah, you know, I, I I'm one of those. I, I believe that birds aren't real. And you go, don't you know the guy who made that up? Like told everybody it's fake. Like, do you just? I guess you just come up with some other reason. No, no, no. He's a government plant. You know. Yes, I was gonna say if something like that were to happen, it's because the deep state got to Watkins and forced him to say it. Okay. I guess the, 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 to answer the question, I would ask another question: is that, and that is that, are there p- still people going to Daily Plaza? Waiting for JFK to show up? I didn't actually look this week, but I didn't hear that they had cleared out. Yeah, up until very recently, they were still there. Yeah. People, 
stick to. Once they're that invested, they they stick with it. Again, I have to ask, do these people not have fucking jobs? <laughs> How are they still there? Because they're on disability. <laughs> it must be, because if I think about going away for two fucking days, I start calculating the money in my head. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, boy, on that third day, I'm going to be fucking broke. <laughs> so I got to go home. Like, how are they spending months in a fucking place? Where are they sleeping? What are they eating? It's funny. If you watch a lot of them, they'll tell their, you know, their backstory. Well, I'm, I'm young, 47 years old and I'm retired. And I think to myself, you're what? <laughs> you're how old and you're retired? How is that a poss- How is that possible? How is that a thing? Retired from doing what? Yeah. Be specific. I need to know. <laughs> I need more details. <laughs> Homeboys got got into the NFT game early, you know. <laughs> they cashed in their board apes and they moved. Yeah, to Texas. it's like a, I, I made fucking a hundred thousand fucking Ethereum. I'm a fucking billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know how they survive. I, I, I'm baffled by this. Yeah, these aren't fucking rocket scientists. No. So, I mean, I can only, I'm assuming a majority of them have minimum wage jobs. Well, they don't look like they've got rich daddies or mommies, I so. I'll have no. to do a little bit of research and see if they're still there. I can't find anything right away. Dude, the next time something like this happens and it's close to me, I've got to go hang out and see what <laughs> how they're surviving. Right. Because I'm, miss, I'm missing a trick here. <laughs> <laughs> Working and shit. Yeah, how do, you, how do you get money? I mean, part of the answer might be GoFundMe. For all of them? Who's going to fund yeah. that? Yeah, and who's like, oh, yeah, I'll fund you just hanging out and doing nothing, <laughs> waiting for JFK to return? <laughs> Life savings, cash again, 401k, selling the house. You know what? I think I, I, think I just answered my own question, mm. or in my head, because I was talking to somebody the other day about rich people like Bezos and Elon Musk, mm. and I'm like, I'm like, the insane... Weird human experiments that I would be coming up with. You know, like, here's a million dollars. Would you eat this piece of dog shit for it? You know, like that kind of stuff. Maybe this is what they're doing with their money. Maybe Bezos or or Jeff, or Jeff Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, are just <laughs> funding these people. Go, how long can I just keep feeding these people money and they'll sit in Dealey Plaza? Mm. I don't know. I'll bet you $10 million, Jeff. All right, you're on. <laughs> And it's only going to cost me $50 million to feed them till they're all dead. Mm. Not even that much. I mean, there's not that many of them down there. That's a couple hundred grand a year to support those people. Because so your hope is that billionaires no, no, don't are say doing hope. like a My don't Fair say- Lady kind of thing in their spare time with big groups of people? Don't First of all, don't say hope. I'm just trying to figure out how these people are surviving. Mm. And first of okay. all, it's not, my, it's not My Fair Lady. I'm thinking more of the... The two older brothers from Trading Places kind of betting. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Where the it, money doesn't really... <laughs> it's not like someone was like, ooh, we can turn this filthy... I bet we could turn this filthy Georgian gutter snipe into the next famous <laughs> congresswoman. I, I'll take that bet. And <laughs> I mean, I'll see could... you in a Jewish space laser. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Ian, I can only imagine if each of us both had $300 billion apiece. <laughs> And we're sitting there on a yacht, and I'm like, I'm bored. Bet right, we've did. already had every experience we could possibly think of. Right, and I and go- And now we're just doing crazy stuff. Yeah, and I go, how much would you give me, Ian? <laughs> if I could get, I don't know, a hundred people to wait at Dealey Plaza for JFK to return. <laughs> and you'd look and go, oh, wait, you're smoking a big fat cigar. <laughs> you go, I don't know, usual? Ten mil? Okay, 10 mil. I'll see what I can do. (laughs) 
And then we start setting rules. You're like, well, they have to stay there for at least a year. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. I'm like, but I'm allowed to feed them and, and give them lodging, right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> how else are these people there? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the Russian oligarchs just keeping us all divided. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Russian oligarch boredom games. There you go. <laughs> I feel like my theory is the only one that makes sense. Right. <laughs> I don't have another one, so. Uh, I'm going to finish up these uh, these conspiracies. So th- this really isn't a conspiracy thing, except it, it kind of is, because it's the conspiracy that we call religion. Um, so cult. in Nigeria, there's an article on, from The Guardian in Nigeria talking about the people who are not getting vaccinated. And the, the, it's a fairly well-written article the the summary is that the people in nigeria who are avoiding getting vaccinated it's almost all because of their religious beliefs Mm. nearly a hundred percent of the people who are avoiding the vaccine it's because they they believe it's either from the devil or maybe not quite that far maybe it's like they think god will save them or it's not it's not something they need 11 percent of the population of the country is fully vaccinated. Wow. Now, how much of that is from um, people not wanting to take the the vaccine versus not being available? Uh, according to this article, quite a bit. Like, hmm. there's not enough vaccine there yet to inoculate the whole country, but there's there's a whole bunch of it that they're just waiting. They're trying to get people to come in. Hmm. Okay. Along with that, I found this article on Axios that was very interesting. It was making the argument, and I've, I believe this for a long time, that... The people who are spouting the misinformation, who are saying that they totally disagree uh, with with the vaccine and masks and everything, they know that scientists and medical experts 100% agree, or maybe not 100% because they're the outliers, but they know that the scientists are are all about the COVID vaccine and how it helps and so using actual data and trying to convince them by saying, you know, this is what science proves, they know this. They just believe in something else. Either they believe that the scientists are all in it together and it's this huge conspiracy or they're being the scientists are trying to in, uh, intentionally manipulate the public. Like the article basically says that if you're trying to convince somebody. Facts don't matter. Facts don't matter anymore. Yeah. 100%. So they say just leave, just walk away and give up, right? <laughs> well, I, was, I do. <laughs> supposedly, you can you can ask. Um, well, why why do you believe that? What um, what is the basis for that thing that you're saying? Those kinds of leading questions, getting people to explain why they believe the things that they believe, sometimes will get them to change their minds, but not in high percentages. They're dug in. People are stubborn. So just so just give up and let them die, right? <laughs> I, I mean, there is not a lot of option. So you could, you know, argue until you're blue in the face and not convince a lot of them. I think it's more of of the continue, you know, we need to continue the effort, but just don't be surprised when it doesn't work. Right. Gotcha. So let them die. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Again, I have to bring it up every time. If if letting them die was just letting them die and not Mm -hmm. actually creating a Petri dish for the vaccine to continue to mutate, then I'd be more okay with it. And turning a whole bunch of people onto a drain on society, too. Well, Long sure. COVID is, you know, it's, it's, it's a real thing. These, these, a lot of these people are coming out with severe disabilities if they, do, if they survive. And they immediately go on disability, which is part of Social Security, and it's our money, goddammit. So we should just let them, let them die. 
<laughs> I'm sick of babysitting morons. Yeah. <laughs> totally agree. Yeah. Did you just say that this that the disabled are a drain on society? People that I feel like you did. I, I did. <laughs> I, I kind of love it. <laughs> well, if they they intentionally put themselves in that position is the problem that I have with them. People get you know are disabled I, all the time, and some people it's, it's the same argument about you know people that get traumatic brain injuries because they didn't wear a goddamn helmet when they're riding their motorcycle. My sympathy is quite low. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Very true. The problematic ones are the ones who are becoming violent. Um, there is a article from, and I love the name of their 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 newsletter. Vancouver is awesome. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a newsletter about Vancouver, why not? Yeah. Uh, but the article is basically that the Canadian TV, uh, CTV, and what's the other one? C. Ah, oh, I don't remember. CB CBC Canadian Broadcasting Company. I don't know. CBC, in any yes. Case, uh, <laughs> the major news outlets in Canada have taken to disguising their vans and having the reporters not carry obvious cameras and mics because they have become they've come under attack in Vancouver. So you've got, I mean, just imagine if like CNN shows up to cover a story, but they're wearing hidden mics. And like carrying small cameras so that they blend in easier because people attack them on site. Well, a lot, plenty of uh, journalists were attacked on January six. Sure. So, but this it's not is, unique to Vancouver. But this is like this is people who were covering the uh, the whole Freedom Convoy mm. issues being attacked, people throwing stones at them. So the organizations have removed. Their, you know, their lettering and everything from the sides of their vans. It's to me mm. that's astounding. At least they're still, yeah. At least they're still going out and getting the story. Especially since it's in Canada. I mean, yeah, they're, they're so polite. That's what that's what I find amazing. <laughs> they're not that much more polite. These yeah. must be Canadians that live very close to our border. <laughs> Vancouver <laughs> is very close to to Washington yeah. State, so yeah. Our obnoxiousness is bleeding over. <laughs> I did want to share this story that was on NPR, but it was originally from. Uh, again, the name, uh, W-H-Y-Y, or as I read it when I initially saw it, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> um, it's a story of a 16-year-old kid who wanted to get vaccinated. Uh, he lives in Pennsylvania. His parents were completely anti-vax, and it's his story of how he got out of the house, went to live with his aunts for a while in Philadelphia, and as it turns out in Philadelphia, they have a rule that says if you are, what is it, 15 and up, you can consent to your own medical care. So he went to live with his his aunts for a while uh, and got vaccinated without his parents knowing it. Or their permission. Right. For him. No permission whatsoever. Uh, I just, I feel for kids who, who like pay attention, understand what's going on, try to argue with their parents and their parents are just not having it. Like, I, I really do feel for for this kid. And I'm sure mm. it's going on across the country. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In one of the subreddits, um, one of the COVID subreddits, there are there's a, actually links on the right-hand side to if you're under 18 and your parents won't let you get vaccinated, here's some resources of where you can go get vaccinated. People are organized about getting vaccinations out to the under 18. I'm like, okay. They're not at the highest risk, but I still, bully, let's go. Yes, do it. Yeah. yeah. 
And props to the kid defying his parents, because I feel like kids don't do that enough these days. They fall lockstep in with their parents. Yeah. Well, some kids are dependent upon their parents to send them to college, though. I mean, in a lot of places, um, people are counseled not to confront their parents until they can get themselves into a safe place. Well, I'm not I'm not saying like, you know, you should be out there, you know, you know, arguing with your parents or whatever. But I'm just saying like in a, in a, in a mindset, mm. like oh, yeah. there's one thing to be like, my parents won't let me get vaccinated. It fucking sucks. But, you know, I also need them as opposed to a kid who's on Facebook all day blasting anti-vax shit mm, because sure. his parents believe that. Come on, kid, you're supposed to rebel <laughs> <laughs> or rebel. <laughs> Uh, under the coronavirus stuff, I wanted to – so there there are a whole bunch of state laws going on, and there are too many to track, but I just picked out a couple that seemed relevant, um, and we've talked about this sort of thing before. South Dakota has passed a vaccine mandate bill, so there were uh, only four nay votes in the 35-member Senate – um, the proposal would allow employees to receive an exemption from their employer's vaccine requirement. So if you had an employer who has a requirement of getting vaccinated, but you can get an exemption by this law by either having a medical exemption certified by a medical professional or any religious grounds for refusal whatsoever. Duh. So if you say it's for religious reasons... They can't question it. They can't ask you your religion. They just have to accept it. But if you say it's for medical reasons, you have to have a doctor sign off on it. <laughs> wow. So that passed. So yay, South Dakota. That was sarcasm. Yeah. Well, that's got to be against the federal rule that um, medical professionals have to be vaccinated or tested, though. Mm. It sounds like it. That, but Yeah. But meanwhile, in in Wyoming, they they're doing again. I have a, I have a bad and then a good. In Wyoming, uh, same same sort of thing. They had a bill that would have mandated employees or sorry employers make any accommodations necessary for employees who are unvaccinated. Um, however, <laughs> this bill was shut down. Why was it shut down? Because some Republicans decided we were going to vote against it. Why would Republicans vote against it? It seems to be their thing anymore. Well, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's because local companies complained and said that they were going to pull political funding. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it hurts us when all of our staff go away because they're sick. Yeah. Could you not do right. that? <laughs> that sort of thing, by the way, I, again, I, while I was going through my, my news feed, there's just so many of them. Like, mm. too many to keep track of. So... As to what state's doing what, I, I couldn't tell you. You you gotta you gotta look for your own state information as to what's going on, and I you probably should because mm -hmm. it's probably going to if if nothing else, there could be a, a a proposal on to be voted on in November for your state. So yeah, I mean if you if you hear if you find something crazy, send it to us. We'll feature it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right, that's all of that sort of stuff. I did. I did. This is kind of the final story, but I have. A, I have one thing to to mention after this. So I don't know if you've heard. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember Miss Cleo, the TV psychic? Oh yeah. She was. Yes. Uh, she was charged with fraud back in the nineties. Uh, her real name. Oh, I didn't. Is... I didn't know. I didn't know she got charged with fraud. Yeah, yeah. That's actually why she kind of disappeared. For a while. <laughs> so there is going to be, if you if you want to remember or know more about Miss Cleo, they're making a documentary about her. Hmm. I mean, uh, she was a psychic. Well, how do you charge that with fraud? It's, it's built into the game. <laughs> I just assumed some company hired an actress to be Mrs. Miss Cleo. <laughs> yeah, that's, and, that, 
Yeah. It's, so why are they charging her? Yeah. I, I don't really know why she was charged. You'll have to watch the documentary. <laughs> okay. I'm interested. <laughs> but as it turns out, she was her name is Yuri Del Harris. She was an actor. She was not from Jamaica. Uh, she was from the L.A. region. And I believe she now says that, yeah, she was not a psychic in any way. She was just playing the game. Oh. Um, All right. So she wasn't a, you know, a, 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 okay, I get it. I understand now <laughs> what her fraud was. Well, I don't know what the fraud, what she was charged with at the time was, though. I think it wasn't It wasn't until after she was officially charged with it that she had, you know, came out and said, look, she, I'm an actor. She actress. passed away many years ago, correct? It was in the 90s, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So in any case, there's a documentary coming out. You can catch up on Miss Cleo and all the happenings. So I'm guessing she was she was charged because she was pretending to be a psychic, not pretending to hear voices from the dead. Yeah, so but- it's a different level of pretend. But was this woman actually fielding every phone call that was coming through there? I can't imagine. By yeah, the way, I, I got to yeah. watch the doc to see what's going on. Yeah, this, <laughs> they all this, pretend this, to hear voices, by the way. Sure. Yeah, I'm like, this woman was an actress who got hired to do a commercial. I mean, maybe there's more to it. You're like, you also need to work here and be Miss Cleo. I'm like, <laughs> mm. yeah. Interesting. I am intrigued. I just thought, yeah. yeah. It might be interesting to catch it, because I don't remember the whole story. I remember Miss Cleo existed, and then suddenly she mm. disappeared. I remember Dave Chappelle making jokes about her on the Chappelle show. Yeah. <laughs> and he does say, I have a sneaking suspicion that bitch ain't Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> he was right. Yep. All right, final thing I wanted to mention, Andre Antunes. I don't know if that's a real name. I kind of doubt it. Uh, he's a YouTube <laughs> performer. Um, he does metal remixes. Um, he has made, so there, there was a guy, one of the anti-mask, uh, guys who oh, went I remember to, that guy. yeah, once <laughs> you see his picture, you'll go, oh, I, yeah, that guy. Uh, so <laughs> this, this guy named Andre, Andre Antunes has put his rant to metal. So <laughs> if you want to see a guy playing metal guitar right with this, this rant at a public anti-mask hearing like it's amusing i thought it was amusing enough uh to mention i know jeff will like it so you know <laughs> that, that makes it worth it for me i just again i just found it amusing uh i think it's kind of funny so check it out if you get a chance i'll put the video on the web page uh do you guys have anything else not me i do not no okie doke so that's i think that's all we're gonna have for this week uh, first, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, uh, especially those of you who could be here tonight. Alpha, for a little bit. We lost him early, somehow. Uh, Brian, Heston Gixon, and Longbow, we do appreciate you guys uh, coming, hanging out, listening, and uh, interacting with us. Uh, if you want, would like to do so, you can go to our Patreon page and sign up, and that uh, that will allow you to talk with us as we record. Uh, if you can't do that, you can still support the podcast by sharing it on social media or leaving a review for us. Uh, if, again, if you want to contact us uh, and, you, and you can't sign up on Patreon, you can go to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to encourage you to check out shows on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find everything on soon-to-be-named-network.com. Uh, it's a whole host of podcasts. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you.